This is the Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Now, with today's Caribbean News headlines, here's Keisha Wallace. This podcast is brought to you by Let'sTalkIdeas.org, your budget-friendly custom design firm. Phenomenal Foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Cuba agrees to accept U.S. deportation flights. Haiti fares spike in cholera cases as fuel blockade lifts. Millions are at stake because of industrial dispute in Grenada. Four Puerto Rico-based companies to invest $8.5 million after receiving $2 million from government. And Reggaeton Fully Loaded comes to Trinidad and Tobago. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup for Wednesday, November 16th. We start a report today in Cuba, where its government agrees to accept U.S. deportation flights. Bahamanews.net via Voice of America reports, Cuba said Tuesday that it will receive deportation flights from the United States that have been stalled since the pandemic. This announcement comes following a series of talks on migration between the Cuban government and U.S. President Joseph Biden administration. The dialogue is continuing. The agreement also comes amid one of the largest migration from Cuba to the United States in decades. In October, Cubans replaced Venezuelans as the second most numerous nationality after Mexicans arriving at the border. U.S. authorities stopped Cubans 28 1,848 times, up 10% from the previous month, U.S. Customs and Border Protection data shows. That exodus is fueled by deepening and compounding crises in the Caribbean nation, which suffers from shortages of basic goods and lengthy power outages. The two governments have had tense relationships for 60 years. Migration appears to become a meeting point for Cuba and the Biden administration. The U.S. State Department also expresses optimism about cooperation in a brief release Tuesday afternoon acknowledging the meeting. The U.S. government recently announced that it would also resume visa and counselor services on the island in January. Now on to Haiti, where fear spikes in cholera cases as fuel blockade lifts. HaitiNews.net via Voice of America reports cholera cases are overwhelming Haiti, and experts warn that the situation could worsen now that the country is bustling following the end of a paralyzing fuel blockade that lasted two months. Dr. Jen T. Phils, a spokesperson for Haiti's Ministry of Health, told the Associated Press that people are back on the streets and likely spreading cholera as the government struggles to find life saving equipment, including IV supplies, amid an ongoing discussion on whether to request cholera vaccines. At least 161 people have died and more than 7,600 people are hospitalized, according to the Pan American Health Organization and Haiti's government. Officials believe the numbers are much higher as a result of underreporting. Cholera is caused by a bacteria found in contaminated food or water that leads 
to vomiting and diarrhea. If not treated in time, it can cause fatal dehydration. The United Nations announced Tuesday that it, along with Haiti's government and other partners, was seeking $146 million to help fight cholera. At least half a million people in Haiti are at risk of contracting the disease, according to the Pan American Health Organization and the World Health Organization. You're listening to Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Now millions are at stake because of industrial dispute in Grenada. Now Grenada reports, traders report that millions are at stake and may be lost because of an industrial dispute at the Grenada Ports Authority. The industrial action is centered around determination of an employee accused by the management of the port of breaching procedures. Shipping agencies in Grenada report that good importation and exportation are affected by the industrial action taken by workers represented by the Grenada Technical and and Allied Workers Union. One shipping agency that has a cargo vessel with 94 containers anchored outside of St. George's Harbor said that the container contained both personal and commercial goods. And these containers may find themselves sailing right back to another port or original port embarkment until the issue is resolved in Grenada. The industrial action started on Monday, November 14. Andrew Lewis, president of Grenada's Technical and Allied Workers Union, said that the issue concerned the summary termination of an employee that received a termination letter on Friday, November 11, and workers stopped work as of Monday. Vessels cannot enter the harbor because the port pilots have joined the workers in the industrial action. The management of the Port Authority has issued a release calling on the workers to return to work. The release explained that through routine audit irregularities were identified and after a thorough investigation involving law enforcement, the findings show that both the port and the government of Grenada were negatively impacted in its revenues. Next up, four Puerto Rico-based companies to invest $8.5 million after receiving $2 million from Puerto Rico's government. News is My Business reports four local companies in Puerto Rico will benefit from more than $2 million in economic incentives granted by the Puerto Rico Department of Economic Development and Commerce, and in turn, they will invest more than $8.5 million in Puerto Rico after committing to keep operations going for five years. The Department of Economic Development and Commerce, which also announced the creation of 132 jobs and the retention of another 473, will be supporting the companies with the acquisition and installation of machinery and equipment for the expansion of operations, assembly of products, acquisition of transportation, purchase of generators, purchase and installation of sprinklers, among others. The local companies that will benefit are Bettina Cosmetics, Technoplastic Industries Inc., Prime Air, and Steel and Pipes. 
Bettina Cosmetics has over 50 years in the beauty products market and currently exports 35% of its products to the Florida market. Technoplastic Industries Inc. has continuous growth in the medical device industry in Puerto Rico, the United States, Mexico, Europe, and Asia. It also supports industries such as aerospace, electronics, electrical and food, as well as multinational companies that develop new products and improve existing ones. Prime Air provides air and sea cargo transportation services, logistics, and storage for the national and international market. And the Ford company, Steel and Pipes Inc., manufactures steel products and structures, polyvinyl chloride products, stairs, garage doors, fences, retractable mosquito nets, and storms, structural profiles, standing seams, and other related products. Governor Pedro Perlusi of Puerto Rico said, thanks to the innovative and effective economic incentive system which we use with fiscal responsibility and complying with all established parameters, we're constantly attracting new investments, creating new jobs, and helping existing companies retain their jobs and expand. Band. This is Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. Reggaeton Fully Loaded comes to Trinidad and Tobago. HSL Events Trinidad and Tobago and Hideout Signs Limited will host one of the biggest music events of the last three years, Rigaton Fully Loaded on November 20th. It will be a mix of Trinidad and Tobago and Latin cultures in the Queens Park Savannah from 5 p.m. to 1.30 a.m. Musa Rahman, director of the organizing company, told Newsday the singers at the event are headliners who tour and headline events around Around the world. The main act, Ryan Castro, is Colombian from the city of Medellin. He recently performed at the MTV Music Awards. TNT artists scheduled to perform are Patrice Roberts, Young Breda, Mr. Renzo, and G. Futara Mandal. From Venezuela, singer Big Soto and Creole House. In addition, young Venezuelan Nutro Shorty is in the lineup. Now, here's our final note. Taiwanese Embassy donates multimedia smart classroom to Laborie Boys Primary. St. Lucia Times reports St. Lucia's Laborie Boys Primary School is the recipient of a multimedia smart classroom, compliments of the Embassy of the Republic of China, Taiwan, in St. Lucia. On Wednesday, November 9th, His Excellency Peter Chayen Chen Taiwan's ambassador to St. Lucia joined St. Lucia's member of parliament in Laborie, Alva Baptiste, at the school for the official handover of the newly refurbished classroom. The classroom now boasts two 65-inch smart screens and cameras, which teachers and students can use to make learning more interactive and fun. With access to various useful apps and platforms, students who are absent from school can now participate in classroom lessons virtually. The smart classroom with a computer, interactive whiteboard and projector has changed the process of learning and made it more exciting, Baptiste said. As a part of its mandate to assist the socio-development of St. Lucia, the government of Taiwan has pledged to equip primary and secondary schools in St. Lucia with smart technology.
This podcast has been brought to you by Let'sTalkIdeas.org, your budget-friendly custom design firm. Phenomenal Foods by Chef Holly, creator of West Indian-inspired seasonings, and Diamond Key Marina, British Virgin Islands, home of Foxy's Taboo. Have news and information you'd like to share with us? Email news releases to news at pulseofthecaribbean.com. To share information on upcoming events, email events at pulseofthecaribbean.com. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Wednesday, November 16th. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com. If you found value in this podcast, be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. And thank you in advance for choosing Pulse of the Caribbean, Caribbean News Roundup as your source for Caribbean-centered news.